0: Recording live from San Francisco, California, this is Go Filipino! Kumusta? Welcome to Go Filipino! Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. While the 4th of July is celebrated in the United States as its Day of Independence from British colonial rule, The Philippines commemorates this day as the Republic Day, also known as the Philippine-American Friendship Day. Republic Day celebrates the signing of the Treaty of Manila on July 4, 1946, which granted the Philippines independence from the United States. The Philippines originally celebrates its Independence Day on July 4, coinciding with the United States, but it was eventually changed to June 12 commemorating the Declaration of Independence from Spain, and rightfully so, because the gift of independence the United States gave to the Philippines came with strings attached. The U.S. retained sovereignty over dozens of military bases, while legislations like the Bell Trade Act prohibited the Philippines from manufacturing or selling any products that might come into substantial competition with U.S.-made goods the United States also wanted the Philippines to revise their laws and allow American citizens and corporations equal access to our country's minerals, forests, and other natural resources. Being a small country that was mostly in ruins after World War II, the Philippine Congress had no choice but to accept the extortionist terms to regain sovereignty. Nowadays, if you ask Filipinos when we should celebrate our Independence Day, The answers would vary. Some would say June 12. Others would say July 4. Some might even throw in September 16, commemorating that historic day in 1991 when the Philippine Senate voted to refuse the United States to extend their lease at the Subic Bay Naval Station. Despite this slight disagreement over dates, we can all agree that we, the Filipino people, should celebrate and protect our freedom. On this episode, we will continue our lesson about verbs in the Tagalog language. This time, it is part one of our lesson that centers on the object focus verbs. Please keep on listening, subscribing, and leaving five-star reviews wherever you listen to this podcast. If you can't, leave a review on your podcast listening platform like Spotify, head on over to podchaser.com, that's P-O-D-C-H-A-S-E-R.com, search for Go Filipino and post a five-star review. The more five-star reviews, the more often this podcast is recommended to prospective listeners. Here is a five-star review posted on Apple Podcast by Ari the Boss. So far, so good. I've just been interested in learning Tagalog, and this is the best podcast by far. I could really understand it after I repeat the words. The Philippines has so many amazing people and rich culture. I would like to visit someday. Marami salamat ari. Don't forget to follow Go Filipino Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also find Go Filipino Let's Learn Tagalog on YouTube. Finally, check out my merchandise on TeePublic. That's T E E Public.com slash user slash Go Alright, it's time to grab your pen and paper. We will continue our lesson about verbs in the Tagalog language after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. Let's start learning about the object focus verbs. They are verbs or action words used in the Tagalog language if the focus of the sentence is not the doer of the action, and instead is at the direct object. There are four types of object focus verbs, namely, the in verbs, which is the most common, the an object verbs, the e verbs, and the ma object verbs. There are a lot to know about object focus verbs, which is why this lesson is divided into several episodes. And just like in our previous lesson about actor-focus verbs, each type of object-focus verb has its own set of affixes when expressing actions that already happened, actions that are currently happening, and actions that are about to happen. We will learn more about these object-verbal aspects in a future lesson. The first type of object-focus verb is the in-verbs which are created by adding the in suffix at the end on its own the in object focus verbs can be used in command sentences if the focus is not the person being asked to perform the action for example kainin mo ang isda kainin mo ang isda kainin mo it means Eat the fish. Word for word, it's "kainin mo ang isda." Kainin mo ang isda. Kainin mo ang isda. The first word is "kainin." Kainin. Kainin Kainin is spelled as K-A-I-N-I-N. It is a command to eat something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. Kainin consists of the root word kain. Kain. Kain, which means eating or consumption. And then we add the IN suffix to turn it into an object focus verb. The next word is MO. 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 MO is spelled as M-O. It means you in non focus form. You are tasked to perform the act of eating. But the focus of the sentence is at the object you are supposed to eat which is introduced by the next word ang 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 is spelled as a n g it is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence which in this case is, is, da, is da is da is da is da is spelled as i S, D, A. It means fish, the focus of this sentence. In context, putting the focus on ista indicates that the speaker is telling you to eat a specific fish dish that is served at a meal. In comparison, if kainin becomes an actor-focused verb, the sentence becomes kumain kanang ista. Kumain ka nang isda. Kumain ka nang isda. It means eat a fish. Word for word it's kumain ka nang isda. Kumain ka nang isda. Kumain ka nang isda. The first word is kumain. 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 Kumain is spelled as k u m a i n. It is a command word to eat. The next word is ka. 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 Ka, ka is spelled as k a. It means you in focus form, which is followed by Nang. 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 Nang is spelled as NG. It is an object marker that introduces what you should eat. And that is, is that, which is spelled as I, S, D, A. It means fish. The direct object of this sentence. This means that the speaker wants you to eat any type of fish. Compare these two sentences side by side. Observe the differences in the verb affixes and the pronouns depending on where the focus is placed. You will learn more about the in object focus verbs after this break. We're back at Go Filipino. Let's continue our lesson about in object focus verbs. If the root word ends with a vowel, except for O, and that vowel does not have a glottal stop, the letter H is added before the in suffix, making it hin, hin, hin. For example, pasahin. Basahin. Basahin. Basahin is spelled as B-A-S-A-H-I-N. It is a command word to read something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. It comes from the root word basa. Basa. Basa which means reading a text. Basa ends with a vowel, which is a, and it does not have a glottal stop, which is why the hin suffix is added instead of in to turn it into an object-focused verb. Let's use it in a sentence. Basahin mo ang libro. Basahin mo ang libro. Basahin mo ang libro. It means read the book. Word for word it's basahin, mo, ang, libro. Basahin, mo, ang, libro. Basahin, mo, ang, libro. The first word is basahin, basahin is spelled as B-A-S-A-H-I-N. It is a command to read something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. The next word is MO, which is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focus form. You are tasked to perform the act of reading but the focus of the sentence is at the object you are supposed to read, which is introduced by the next word. Ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence, and that is Libro. 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 Libro is spelled as L-I-B-R-O. It means book, the focus of this sentence. This means that the speaker wants you to read a specific book. In comparison, if basahin becomes an actor-focused verb, the sentence becomes magbasa ka ng libro. Magbasa ka ng libro. Magbasa ka ng libro. It means read a book. Word for word it's magbasa ka ng libro. Magbasa ka ng libro. Magbasa ka ng libro. The first word is Magbasa, 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 magbasa is spelled as M-A-G-B-A-S-A. It is a command word to read. The next word is Ka, which is spelled as K-A. It means you in focus form. The next word is NANG, which is spelled as NG. It is an object marker that introduces what you should read. And that is LIBRO, which is spelled as L-I-B-R-O. It means book, the direct object of this sentence. This means that the speaker wants you to read any book. Again, Observe the differences between these two sentences and how they are aligned depending on where the focus marker is placed. More about the in-object focus verbs after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. If the root word ends with a vowel, except for O, and it has a glottal stop the in suffix is used instead of hin for example tahin 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 tahi is spelled as t a h i i n it is a command word to sew something whether using a needle and thread or a sewing machine. It comes from the root word tahi 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 which means a stitch. tahi ends with a glottal stop which is why the in suffix is added instead of hin to turn it into an object-focused verb. Let's use it in a sentence. in mo ang damit Tahiin mo ang damit. Tahiin mo ang damit. It means so the dress or so the shirt, depending on the context. Word for word, it's tahiin mo ang damit. Tahiin mo ang damit. Tahiin mo. Ang the mit. The first word is tahi'in, which is spelled as t a h i i n. It is a command to sew something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. The next word is mo, which is spelled as m o. It means you in non-focus form. You are tasked to perform the act of sewing, but the focus of the sentence is at the object you are supposed to sew, which is introduced by the next word, ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is a focus marker which introduces the main noun of the sentence, and that is "Damit." damit, 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 damit is spelled as D-A-M-I-T. It is Tatagalog Tagalog word for dress or shirt. This means that the speaker wants you to sew a specific dress or shirt, depending on the context. In comparison, if tahiin becomes an actor-focused verb, the sentence becomes magtahi ka damit. Magtahi ka ng damit. Magtahi ka ng damit. It means so a dress or so a shirt. Word for word it's magtahi ka nang damit. Magtahi ka nang damit. Magtahi ka nang damit. The first word is magtahi, 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 magtahi Magtahi is spelled as M-A-G-T-A-H-I. It is a command word to sew. The next word is ka, which is spelled as K-A. It means you in focus form. Followed by Nang, which is spelled as NG. It is an object marker that introduces what you should sew. And that is Damit, which is spelled as D-A-M-I-T. It means dress or shirt, the direct object of this sentence. This means that the speaker wants you to create a dress or a shirt through sewing. We will talk more about the in object focus verbs after this break. We're back at Go Filipino. Let's continue our lesson about the in object focus verbs. If the root word ends with an O, or at least the last vowel is O, it is switched into u, before adding the in suffix, that is, if it has a glottal stop at the end, or hin, if it does not have a glottal stop. For example, lutoin, 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 lutoin is spelled as l, u, t, u, i, n. It is a command to cook something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. Lutoin comes from the root word luto. 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 Which is spelled as L-U-T-O. It means cuisine or cooking. Luto ends with an O. Which is switched into U before adding its corresponding suffix. And since luto has a glottal stop at the end, the in suffix is added instead of hin. To turn it into an object focused verb. Let's use it in a sentence. Luto mo ang mga gulay. in mo ang mga gulay. in mo ang mga gulay. It means cook the vegetables. Word for word it's Lutuin mo ang mga gulay. Lutuin mo ang mga gulay. Lutuin mo ang mga gulay. The first word is lutuin, which is spelled as L, U. T-U-I-N It is a command to cook something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. The next word is mo, which is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focus form. You are tasked to perform the act of cooking, but the focus of the sentence is at the object you are supposed to cook, which is introduced by the next word, ang. Which is spelled as A and G. Ang is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. But before that, we have Manga. 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 Manga is spelled as M, G, A. It is the plural particle, which means that the noun after this has more than one entity. And that is, Gulay, 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 gulay is spelled as G-U-L-A-Y. It is the Tagalog word for vegetable. Mga gulay means vegetables. The focus of this sentence. This means that the speaker wants you to cook a specific set of vegetables. In comparison, if lutuin becomes an actor-focused verb, the sentence becomes Magluto ka ng mga gulay. Magluto ka ng mga gulay. Ng mga gulay. It means, cook some vegetables. Word for word, it's Magluto ka ng mga gulay. Magluto ka Nang mga gulay. Magluto. Ka. Nang mga gulay. The first word is magluto. 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 Magluto is spelled as M-A-G-L-U-T-O. It is a command word to cook, followed by ka, which is spelled as K-A. It means you in focus form. The next word is nang, which is spelled as N-G. It is an object marker that introduces what you should cook. But before that, we have mga, which is spelled as M-G-A. It is the plural particle which means that the noun after this has more than one entity. And that noun is gulay, which is spelled as G-U-L-A-Y. It means a vegetable. Mga gulay means vegetables, the direct object of this sentence. This means that the speaker wants you to cook any type of vegetable dish. Here is another example of the O to U rule. Amuhin 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 is spelled as A-M-U-H-I-N It is a command to tame something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. Amuhin comes from the root word amo. 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 Amo is spelled as A-M-O. It means master or tameness. Amo ends with an O, which is switched into U before adding its corresponding suffix. Since amo does not have a glottal stop at the end, the hin suffix is added instead of in to turn it into an object-focused verb. A third example in this O to U switch. Balutin 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 is spelled as B-A-L-U-T-I-N It is a command to wrap an object that happens to be the focus of the sentence. Balutin comes from the root word balot. 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 Balot is spelled as B-A-L-O-T. It means a piece of paper or fabric used for wrapping. Even though balot ends with a consonant, its last vowel is O, which is switched into you before adding the in suffix after t More about the in object focus verbs after this break Welcome back to Go Filipino If a root word ends with d it is switched into r before adding the in suffix For example Lakarin. 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 Lakarin is spelled as L A K A R I N. It is a command to walk somewhere that happens to be the focus of the sentence or attending an errand that happens to be the focus of the sentence. Lakarin comes from the root word Lakad. 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 Lakad is spelled as L-A-K-A-D. It means walking or an errand. Lakad ends with D, which is switched into R before adding the in suffix. Let's use it in a sentence. Lakarin natin ang bangketa. Lakarin natin ang bangketa. Lakarin natin ang bangketa. It means let's walk the sidewalk. Word for word it's lakarin natin ang bangketa. Lakarin natin ang bangketa. Lakarin natin ang bangketa the first word is lakarin which is spelled as l a k a r i n it is a command to walk somewhere that happens to be the focus of the sentence it is followed by natin 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 is spelled as N-A-T-I-N. In this context, natin means us. We are tasked to perform the act of walking, but the focus of the sentence is at the object we are supposed to walk on, which is introduced by the next word. Ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence, which is banqueta. 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 Banqueta is spelled as B A N G K E T A. It means sidewalk. We borrowed it from Spanish. This means that we should walk on a specific sidewalk. In comparison, if lakarin becomes an actor-focused verb, the sentence becomes maglakad tayo sa bangketa. Maglakad tayo sa bangketa. Maglakad tayo sa bangketa. It means let's walk at the sidewalk. Word for word it's maglakad tayo sa Bangketa, maglakad, tayo, sa, bangketa, maglakad, tayo, sa, bangketa. The first word is maglakad. Maglakad, maglakad, maglakad is spelled as M-A-G. L A K A D. It is a command word to walk. The next is Tayo. 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 Tayo is spelled as T A Y O. It means we, including you, in focus form. Up next we have Sa, sa, sa. Sa is spelled as S-A. It is a location marker that introduces where we should walk, which is at banqueta, spelled as B-A-N-G-K-E-T-A. It means sidewalk, the location where we should walk. This sentence indicates that the focus is on us walking, not on where we should walk on. More about the in object focus verbs after this break. We're back at Go Filipino. The Tagalog language has very few irregular root words that defy all the previous rules when adding the in suffix to turn into object-focused verbs. Some of these root words that end with a vowel drop off that vowel before adding the in or hin suffix, depending on the presence of a glottal stop at the end. For example, Gawin 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 is spelled as G a, W, I, N. It is a command to do something or create something or fix something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. Gawin comes from the root word "gawa. Gawa. Gawa. Gawa is spelled as G, A, W, A. It means something that was made, or the act of doing something. To turn gawa into an object-focused verb, the last vowel, which is a, is dropped and then the in suffix is added since the root word ends with a glottal stop. Let's use it in a sentence. Gawin mo ito. Gawin mo ito. Gawin mo ito. It means do this. Word for word it's gawin mo ito. Gawin mo ito. Gawin mo ito. The first word is gawin which is spelled as g a w i n. It is a command to do something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. It is followed by mo, which is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focus form. You are tasked to perform the act of doing something, but the focus of the sentence is at the task you are supposed to do. The next word is ito. 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 Ito is spelled as I-T-O. It is a demonstrative focus pronoun, which closely means this. Although the task is not explicitly expressed, you understand that ito refers to the task at hand. Another example, bilhin. 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 Bilhin is spelled as B, I, L, H, I, N. It is a command to buy something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. Bilhin comes from the root word "bili. Billy 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 is spelled as B, I, L, I. It means buying or a purchase. To turn Bili into an object-focused verb, the last vowel is dropped and then the hin suffix is added since the root word does not have a glottal stop. Let's use it in a sentence. Bilhin mo ang bigas. Bilhin mo ang bigas. Bilhin mo ang bigas. It means buy the rice. Word for word, it's bilhin, mo, ang, bigas. Bilhin, mo, ang, bigas. Bilhin, mo, ang, bigas. The first word is bilhin, which is spelled as B-I-L-H-I-N. It is a command to buy something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. The next word is MO, which is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focus form. You are tasked to perform the act of buying something, but the focus of the sentence is at that object you are supposed to buy. Up next, we have ANG, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence, which happens to be bigas. 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 Bigas is spelled as B I G A S. It means rice. Uncooked rice grains to be more specific, which is the focus of the sentence. This means that the speaker wants you To purchase a specific bag of rice. There are even specific root words that use the nin suffix instead of hin to turn into an object-focused verb. For example, kilalanin. 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 Kilalanin is spelled as K-I-L-A-L. A, N, I, N. It is a command to know someone or be acquainted with someone who happens to be the focus of the sentence. It comes from the root word kilala, 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 which means familiar. To turn this root word into an object focus verb, the nin suffix is added instead of hin. Let's use it in a sentence. Kilalanin musila. Kilalanin musila. Kilalanin musila. It means get to know them, with them being the focus of the sentence. Word for word it's. Kilalanin mo sila. Kilalanin mo sila. Kilalanin, mo, sila. The first word is kilalanin, which is spelled as k, i, l, a, l, a, n, i, n. It is a command to be acquainted with someone who happens to be the focus of the sentence. The next word is mo, which is spelled as m, o. It means you in non-focus form. You're tasked to perform the act of getting acquainted with someone. But the focus of the sentence is at the persons you're supposed to get to know with. And these are SILA. 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 SILA is spelled as S-I-L-A. It means they in focus form. This means that you should get to know a specific group of people. We will be right back after this break. Hey guys, one way to keep this podcast running is by subscribing to my Patreon. Normally, I introduce one new Tagalog word every day on social media. But for only $1 a month, you will receive two new Tagalog words to learn each day. If you subscribe for $5 a month, you will get two new Tagalog words. As well as early access to newly published lessons and song translations on YouTube, plus exclusive content like lesson plans and a bonus presentation at the end of each month. A big shout out to our current $5 patrons Caroline Jane Walsh, Jess L., Gladys Trinidad, Elaine, Ninja Lech, Christian Di Malanta, Carla, Roger Schachtel. Natasha Esgara, Teresa Salud Celine Abello, Glenn Mackenzie, John Bailey Craig Putz and Ken Yeager Thank you so much for making this podcast possible. You too can also subscribe to my Patreon that's patrion.com slash Pod and enjoy exclusive perks. And now, back to our lesson. Welcome back to Go Filipino. let's recap what we have learned. Object focus verbs are used in a Tagalog sentence if the focus is at the object or the receiver of the action, not at the person performing the action. Since there are a lot to digest about them, this lesson focuses on the most common type of object focus verbs, which are created by adding the in suffix at the end, or the hin suffix depending on the last vowel of the root word and whether it is pronounced with a glottal stop. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or family member who might want to learn more about Tagalog, one of the most beautiful languages in Asia. i leave you now with a Tagalog proverb. Madali ang maging tao. Mahirap ang magpakatao. Madali ang maging tao. Mahirap ang magpakatao. Madali ang maging tao. Mahirap ang magpakatao. It means, it is easy to be human. It is difficult to be humane. To be human is to have compassion, empathy, and an utmost concern for the common good. Let's not waste this life by being selfish and hateful. Word for word it's, Madali ang maging tao. Mahirap ang magpakatao. Madali ang maging tao. Mahirap ang magpakatao. Madali ang maging tao. Mahirap ang magpakatao. Again, madali ang maging tao. Mahirap ang magpakatao. Until next time, paalam! Bye bye This has been Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. For inquiries, email me at gofilipinopod at gmail.com. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the theme song, Rainbows.